That was the Alan and Carly podcast. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My glasses, I don't know if it's the temperature in the studio this morning, but they keep fogging the non-foggy. See that? See this fog nonsense? Oh. It's such a like a new problem for me. I'm not but, used to this. By the way, um, so we tested out your new transitional lens with those glasses. So basically yeah, yeah, yeah. it goes from like... Dark to dark light. To yeah, light. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it just comes, this tint comes on. Yeah. It's yep. almost hard to say because it's like my simple brain can't... Wrap its head around. I don't it. understand the technology. Um, but we were Again, testing it. Up. Sorry, I'm throwing these glasses <laughs> in the bin. <laughs> um, we were testing them the other day in the studio by holding them up to direct light, and they yeah. weren't really working. Nah, nothing. So nothing. we thought you had got some duds. But I, then, I literally was like, I, "Did I get the wrong glasses?" <laughs> and then later on that day, you yeah. sent a photo to the group chat, and your glasses were like, like very polarized. Yeah, po- polarized, polarized, po- pilar- po- po- polar, polar, polar. They were dark. Uh, they were dark. <laughs> Wow. There is some optometrist somewhere going, okay. Guys. They don't listen to the podcast. They know why. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, I don't get the technology. I don't understand. But, but the yeah. problem was you were inside, weren't you? And well, you I the just photo. walked inside and, so and there was still awkward. dark. And I'm like, now I'm a douchebag. Now you wear your sunglasses at night. Yeah. And inside. And inside. So, I'm, like, what is the transitional time between, like, you know, when you're walking into a shopping center having those dark. Mm. And also, I don't know if you're I like me, know. but when you walk, when it's really bright and yeah. then you have your dark sunnies on inside, it's like almost blinds you for a second. Yeah. And like, to be honest, like even when they're at their darkest, they're not as good as sunnies. So really? it's like, it's it's kind of like, I'm going to be honest, transitional uh, lenses, despite the fact that I don't know how the technology works and I am impressed. Bit shit. <laughs> so what is the selling point that you don't have to take one pair of glasses off and put one on? Well, there was a point where, and I do just feel my eyes are getting blinder and blinder, that I literally would be walking around with sunglasses and my normal glasses. Oh, because they're prescription too, I guess. Because they're prescription. That makes and, sense. And so uh, it was like, I guess it's trying to avoid that constantly needing two pairs of yeah. glasses. But yeah, it's... Just do what my mum does and wear your like cheap reading glasses and then your sunglasses over the top. I honestly want to get the ones with the lenses that flip up and flip down. You know those? Oh, no, you don't. <laughs> ladies, no, you ladies. Don't. What are you going to get some matching Crocs and a lanyard mm. to go with? Well, now that you sell me on wow, that. Wow, you are 19 years married, aren't you? Yeah, that sounds Way to celebrate your anniversary. Happy, happy anniversary, Julia. Now the gift is you'll never want to have sex with me. <laughs> the cargo pants with all the pockets, Ooh, but they're cargo no, shorts because no, no, cargo no. pants are sexy. I was going to say, cargo, cargo pants are cool. shorts. Yeah, shorts. All the three-quarter ones. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Yuck, yuck, like John Cena. Uh, Alpha Bucks, let's quickly bang that one out. Uh, letter right. for tomorrow is... T for Tango. Tango. Hit me. Name starting with T, a Pokemon. Nah. <laughs> Straight away, just nah. no. I don't know any This of those. is very hard. So, yeah. Tadbulb, Talonflame, or Tallow. Tallow? All right, say Tallow tomorrow, because I've never heard of the rest. They're not first generation Pokemon. No, they're juniors. Junior. Um, <laughs> tallow. What does it look like? I don't know. Let me Google this. I hope it looks like Pikachu. Wait, let me Google it. Classic podcast ending, by the way. Yeah, you're just... Ma- oh, yep. Tallow looks like a little, like, finch bird. Oh, oh it's very gutsy and will stand up to powerful opponents without backing down. Oh, so it's, it's basically oh, me. Oh, so it's a little small bird Pokemon. All right. Well, hopefully that helps you out. Good luck with the Alpha Bucks tomorrow and enjoy the podcast. Something that I had been keeping an eye on, but is my mate, because he sent me the most hectic message the other day in our group chat. 
just it was a photo of him in hospital. And the second that mm. you'd see those photos, you're like, okay, what what's what are you doing here? Is it you just going in for a routine thing? Are you going into like, I don't know, get your tonsils taken out, you're gonna talk about it on air for six months and make a big deal out about it, then it end up being no big deal at all? Like what are you doing? You know what I mean? I feel like <laughs> That is totally breadcrumbing. Like, yeah. you definitely have to follow that up with a caption. You know what? Actually, the caption comes before the photo. Yeah, I Guys, agree. not to worry you. Yep. But I am in the hospital, but I'm fine. Or maybe I'm not fine. I need moral support. But I feel like that's more of a phone call. I think he definitely wanted a bit of moral support because straight away, a couple of my mates were straight into, hey, what's going on, man? What's so going he's on? Literally just, he's just literally come in, dropped the photo and left. But he was smiling in the photo. So it was a little bit like, okay, well, you've, you've piqued my curiosity. I am legitimately curious now. To which he then responds and says, so it turns out I've had an allergic reaction, like a really severely bad one to oh. the point where I'm going to have to stay here in the hospital overnight. And I went, and like, so straight away we're like, oh my God, like what, what, what yeah, is that you're allergic, allergic to? Allergic reactions can be very serious. Yeah. And he, he was talking about just like how hectic it was and just like, he's like, yeah. And, and then, so at the end of it, you obviously want to know, so what were you allergic to? Like what caused the mm. reaction? He doesn't know. They are still doing tests, and it's like here's the photo, by the way. Oh, look at that chest. That's a little bit of a. It's a little bit sexy, right? Well, I don't want to objectify your friends, nah, but he he's has just trapped his group chat there. Yeah, all us guys are a little bit like, oh my goodness. He has worked the angles on that. Do you need a sponge bath? Uh, but uh, yeah, so we don't know. We don't know. He's had this allergic reaction. Um, he's now kind of going through like almost like a. He started going through like the day that he had to try and figure out if it was something he ate. This is like House, an episode of House. Exactly. I'm happy to be Hugh Laurie in this situation and just throw shade at him the whole time <laughs> while he's trying to figure it out. Um, but he doesn't know. So it got me thinking on 131060, how did you find out? You're allergic to something. Well, you can help your friend out here a lot. Well, maybe it could be a case mm. of that. But how did you find out? Was it were you eating a random food and then all of a sudden you're, you you exploded? Or was it once <laughs> I, I had medication and I did I was just a random type of painkiller and I remember being out at Eaton Fair and I felt my lips get a little bit tingly. I'm like, what's going on here? But they, they swelled up. They, they, they oh. swelled up. It, it was nothing too severe. I well, took antihistamine. She was fine. But. Has he got tingly cheeks? Because that's what happens when I eat cheese, and that is a mild allergic reaction. Yeah, I don't think he went to hospital for tingly cheeks, Carly. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you just I'm say just that like a fact. I'm trying to be helpful here, yeah, That's okay? right. You get tingly cheeks every time you eat cheese, yes. right? Well, not all cheeses, just really good, good quality, quality cheese. cheeses. And I did find out it was a slight allergic reaction. But yeah. it just enhances the flavor for me. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> tingly cheeks. Anyway, uh, 131060, let's open it up. How did you find out you were allergic to something? Maybe it was a bee sting. Jeez, I hope you found out that went in a nice way. Maybe you got tingly cheeks too. Maybe you got tingly cheeks. Is tingly cheeks a thing? No one else is getting that. You're the only person <laughs> I've ever heard of that, get, that has ever had that. Surely not. Well, 131060, the phone lines are open. <laughs> Yeah, okay, maybe we won't hold our breath for that one. I was just chatting about my mate having an allergic reaction to something. By the way, um, he's fine now. Thank goodness. <laughs> I think I said that, but just in case I didn't, he is he is fine now. They don't know what it is, but so they're still trying to figure it out. Uh, what gave him this allergic reaction? Got a full rash. The uh, Yeah, had to go to hospital. It was pretty hectic. And uh, yeah, you just sometimes you just don't know. Yeah. And then bam, your cheeks are tingly. <laughs> <laughs> that is, of course, my mild allergic reaction from eating cheese. Yep. That's my offering. So you can confirm he didn't have tingly cheeks. He did. Well, I'll, I'll ask him again. Okay, because <laughs> I'm out of ideas. I reckon he was more concerned about the rash and the uh, <laughs> that whole situation versus, yeah, tingly cheeks. <laughs> but 131060, how did you find out you were allergic to something? Uh, Courtney from Bustleton kicks this off. This was your daughter? Hi, 
Yeah, she, um, I was giving her some egg, and then two minutes later, she looked like she got the, the quickest Botox injection I've ever seen in my oh, life. Oh, my God. Okay, note to self, try eggs again. <laughs> They're back yeah, on the... Yeah, it was great. Uh, when you say she looked like she had Botox, her whole face froze, and she looked refreshed, or...? <laughs> oh, I don't think that's what no, she meant. <laughs> legitimately, her lips. Oh. So, so yeah, how, old, like how old was your daughter? And you must have been so scared. Yeah, I was absolutely petrified. Um, she was 18 months old. Oh, yeah, that's wow. scary. And, so, and then, so they, then you got tested and went, yep, no more eggs. The eggs are in everything. Yeah, that's the unfortunate thing. So now it's completely cut out of oh. the diet. But um, yeah, she had two lots of steroid injections at the oh. hospital and she had to stay overnight. Wow. Yeah, healthy. she looked like a cow at the end of it too with all the eyes. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Well, well I'm be... glad she's okay. Yeah, me too. And geez, I mean, but mind you, a life without eggs. Are you okay? You know, you know what I'm saying, Courtney? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I'm not okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the call, Courtney. Glad to hear that she's doing better. Interesting point there, though, because until something happens, you really don't know what you're allergic to. Well, that's it. 131060. How did you find out you're allergic to something? Steve from Bustleton, how is it for you? Okay, so uh, it's not good. Oh, no. Oh, no, oh, no. Steve. Well, you're talking to us, so. <laughs> okay, so it's called Stevens Johnson Syndrome. Oh, First I, thing I... you have to understand is my name's Stephen. Um, I went to a doctor and I was given antibiotics and the next morning I woke up and it looks like somebody had taken a lit cigar and stuck it on the end of my Johnson. Oh. Um. And I had, yeah, I had blisters and burns and on oh, Stephen's Johnson did. And um, the doctor just looked at me in horror and said, oh, it's the antibiotics and I'm allergic to sulfur. And yeah, it hurt. Yeah, I can imagine. This is so Now, Steve, so what do you take if you're feeling unwell then, if you can't have antibiotics? Uh, just Take your hands off it. And how do you clear up your Johnson without antibiotics? So most antibiotics contain sulfur, so they have to find me ones. In fact, any medication, I'm always avoiding sulfur. So I don't do diesel fuel Concrete's got a lot of yeah. There's things don't go I to don't... Headland either. Yeah, wow, all the stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this never is crazy. Have work, you never have to work in a vineyard, which I always thought was great. <laughs> that's, that's the option. The that's the takeaway. Wow, Steve, there's a there's a lot to wow. take away from that. See, I'd want to work in a vineyard after that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Carly asked you before we got into this uh, reality TV show that you think you could go on and do well in. Well, I did go on one and I thought I could do well in, but I epically fouled. And that was a show that only lasted one season, because funnily of you, enough. Because of you. Own it. <laughs> um, it was a mini golf show called Holy Moly. So I was uh-huh. a huge fan of the American version. And yeah. when I found out it was coming to Australia, I did everything to get on that show. Few had... restraining orders, <laughs> sure, but you got it done. Had no skills. $100,000 was on the line and uh, I got flung off a giant sausage on national TV. There you go. Um, speaking of which, that's the reason why I couldn't go on the show Too Large for Love. Um, <laughs> Gonna leave that there. This is a naughty at six forty. I'll grow up. Uh, no, I've been thinking about reality TV a little bit because I've been watching. Obviously, Mass has kicked off, Idols kicked off, and my favourite show, Survivor, has kicked off as well. And I was watching it the other day with Julia, and I was like, you know what? Like, I've always kind of gone, nah. There's no way. It's like just there's just no way I could do Survivor. But after watching it, I was like, and some of the people that are on there this season, I was like, you know what? I reckon I would have a shot. 
You know that I'm a Survivor fan. You know mm. I know how to play that game regarding lying to people's faces. I do it all the time. Yeah, I'm but it goes beyond here. that. It's a very <laughs> physical show. And you well, got to think, you're sitting in your air-conditioned lounge room. You've yeah, probably absolutely. got some sort of snack situation nah, in your I've been, lap. I've been pretty good lately. So I just feel like it's a very different vibe when you're sitting down yep. watching someone do something versus, you know, being there. Well, Harry, who was known as Dirty Harry when he was on the season, he was on two seasons of Australian Survivor, he's a mate of mine. And so I caught up with him the other day. And we're just kind of talking about things. And I said, just randomly, I, I don't think I was subtle about it at all. I just looked at him and went, you're going to do all right on Survivor? And he looked at me and said, yeah, because I think you'd be great at Survivor. He's humouring you. He, he ca- is humouring you. Third. Alan, like, I've been to Karath with you. You couldn't even survive that no, heat. No, 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 no. He said, he goes, you, you would actually be really good. You know how to play the game. You know how to, like, you know, make friends, but at the same time, keep your enemies close, but not too close. And he goes, you're very strategic. He goes, you would do really well. And so I took that kind of confidence he told me. Told Jeweler, I'm like, my wife, and went, you know what, Survivor, this could be a thing. And we turn on the episode, start watching it, and they do a monkey bar challenge where they climb over monkey bars. I'm out. <laughs> that Absolutely is a children's out. activity. No, no, no that way. is literally what we used to do to have fun as kids, and yeah, that is what no, you're out about. No, I couldn't do it. No, I was like, I was like, I can handle the heat, we can handle the food, and the, the monkey bars. Wow, get that out was of here. a quick turnaround, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, Thank like, God you didn't apply and get on the show and then no. walk in and there's a monkey bar challenge. I just walked off. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, I've got a big test coming up, so I'm trying to get a little healthier in my life. Um, about six months ago, I mm-hmm. got told by my doctor I have very high cholesterol. So I've got oh, a that's right. yeah, and I've got Put a the bacon down. <laughs> literally, I got a letter in the mail last week from my doctor saying that um, I have to go back in and get my cholesterol checked and see if I've passed the test. You hear about this all the time with people who are like marathon runners have high cholesterol. Do they? Oh, you're not, do honestly, they? honestly, like it's it's not even about like what your physical. It could be like from your family history and stuff. So don't feel bad. Don't be like, oh no, I'm eating bad food. It, Obviously, that can impact it. But sometimes some people Look just have you bad... enabling my bad decisions. It's a more I'm just justifying my behavior. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm using um, you as my scapegoat. But either way, my kind of approach to this has been a little lackadaisy. I don't want to cut out everything. I don't want to be too strict. There are certain things that are non-negotiables. Okay. And one of them is biscuits. I just love a good Bicky. <laughs> sure. Honestly, I'm always going to love them. So the other day, when I saw these things advertised in the shop, they definitely piqued my interest. So they were advertised as healthy cookies. All right. So I thought, you know what? I'm just going to buy them, see if they're any good, and then that way I can keep the cookies. Yeah, sure. So Always trying to find those alternatives, you know, especially if it tastes good. Um, I bought them, took yep. them home, ready to make the cookies. Then I Wait, wait, make the cookies? Yeah. I thought these it's were like, like pre- a packet mix. No, 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 they're not actual. Oh, it's like you got to make, I know, I know. work. So I gave the packet to Russell. And then <laughs> of course. <laughs> he yep. turns it over and he's like, um... You need a lot of stuff that goes along with these. So because it's not just any cookie and it's meant to be a healthy cookie, there's yeah. a lot that goes into a healthy cookie. Like water and eggs? Uh, no eggs. Okay, Apparently that's, good. that's not good. That's good. Um, you need flaked almonds. That's expensive. Yep. You need cranberries. That's a, cranberries well, in a cookie. Yeah. That's a little No, candle. that'd be nice, but I like the idea of that. Um, you need butter here for it, but a specific type of butter. Apparently, butter is healthy. Like nut flakes, um, it's called. You need yep. coconut oil melted. That's not cheap. And you need this special brand that is the same brand of the packet mix, um, sugar-free chocolate chips. Ew. <laughs> so I've done the maths here okay. on what the price of yep. being healthy is. Yeah. It is. For a bunch of healthy cookies, one batch, 
$41.10. How much how many cookies are you getting out of this? 15. No. But not my cookies cuz I like to make one giant cookie and then put ice cream on top and then eat it like a pizza. I think I'm starting to understand how you got that high cholesterol now. <laughs> I don't think it's family history actually. Well, good luck. Well, are you going to br- are, are bring it in? Are you going to bring it in once you make oh, it? Well, I can't afford it at this price. Back to Aunt, it's for me. What are you do with the mix? Just eat it raw. <laughs> <laughs> This is going crazy at the moment, and that's all this AI technology. You've probably seen a bit of it, Carly. I know in the office you've heard us talk about it a Mm. bit, where basically there's all these new computers and bots and all this sort of situation where you can tell it to do things for you, and people are having a whole lot of fun with it, thus beginning a brand new segment on air called Alan AI, because I've been working too hard on this show. Why not get computers to do the work for me now? So what you're essentially advertising to our boss, who Mm -hmm. hopefully is not listening, that a robot can essentially do a better job of this show than us. We will see. And also that same boss was using AI technology to write promos the other day. I saw him. <laughs> I actually saw him do it. So I like the idea of our next feedback coming yep. via a robot. Well, the, the ro- well that's not, not a bad idea. Um, now, I actually have the description of what the segment's about. But instead of telling you, I went and typed it into the computer and I asked it to come up with a poem about what this segment is about. So, Alan AI, Alan AI a new radio segment with flair where listeners are taken on playful air. Challenges are set and bots are put to the test as Alan leads us on a journey. That's the best. (laughs) Not creative. With a voice that's smooth and a mind that's bright, Alan takes us on the task with all of his might. Completing puzzles, answering questions with ease, entertaining listeners and bringing them to please. In this segment, Alan I.I. shines, bringing laughter and joy to all our lines. With Carly by his side, they make a great team, guiding us through games that are nothing but a dream. (laughs) Told me. So tune in, listeners, to this lively show where Alan AI takes us to and fro. Okay, <laughs> where's about, the to and froing happen? I, I, I don't, well, this is probably it. I imagine the computer was thinking that this would be a little bit more to and froing. I also asked it because you can get it to do anything, mm. anything at all. So I thought if I'm ever sick and I can't come to work, I want a pre-done sick note that I can send you guys an excuse, right? Oh, okay, nice. And yeah. so I said to the AI bot, I said, look, um. If you I'm need ever to go get, to the doctor. If I'm ever going to be sick, it's going to be something like if I can't come to work, it's going to be yeah. something to do with my car, like car troubles, or my cat, right? That's the yeah. two things. So it came out with this. Good morning. Insert boss's name here. I hope you're having a good start to your day. Unfortunately, I won't be able to come into work today. My cat, Winston, has been feeling anxious lately, and I need to stay home to give him some extra love and attention. I don't want to leave him alone, and I want to make sure he feels comfortable and secure. Also, by the way, my car doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> should have led with the car part. I, I feel thought. like that's the more important part. It took an interesting choice on it. Because I've got a lot of questions. Like, what made Winston so anxious? Was it the car issues? Uh, issue? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, and if you want to get involved, and we're going to do this week to week, 131060, if you've got something that you want me to put to the AI challenge, I'll put my flair and the computer to the test, and we can come up with something. Maybe it's a recipe. Maybe it's a eulogy. Maybe oh. it's a, a speech for a wedding. Maybe it's something nice to put in a going away card because you have no idea. Life advice. Life advice. I, I've asked it some life advice. It wasn't so good, actually. Oh. It was, yeah, it just kind of said, just keep doing what you're doing, mate. But anyway, <laughs> that's not bad advice. The last thing I'm doing today, Bart, is I have a few impressions that I can do, right? And one of them is famously that <laughs> irritated you, my Elmo. Well, I it's thought. Elmo. It- <laughs> Very creepy. Great impression, though. Thank you. So I said, AI bot, can I give me a joke that I can voice as Elmo? I love this. Here is that joke. Knock, knock. 
Who's there? Emma. Elmo who? Emotional about telling you this joke. <laughs> is there anything it can't do? Wow. There you go. The future is here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and I am taking the mickey out of it. Spooky. Now, there is no place more remote in this world than the Antarctic, Alan. I going to say Q in WA, but okay, yeah, right, Antarctic, I'll take that. Uh, but there's a lot we don't know about it, and it is quite remote. But mm. over the last, I would say, 20 years or so, we've really ramped up our research efforts on Antarctica. Well, that's good when we do the global warming. It's a lot easier to get there now. <laughs> <laughs> ah, just joking, guys. Um, don't come at me. So they're doing a lot of firsts, and this is like completely uncharted territory. Mm-hmm. There's so much we don't know about it. So quite often when they go in and they find out these things, sometimes these are places that humans have never been before. Wouldn't that be cool? Sometimes I think that when you go like in a like a walk through the forest or something, you're like, I wonder when was the last time someone was here? Like, has anyone ever actually been here? And then it's like, Alan, you're on a footpath. I'm See, like, as yeah, a female, okay. I'm like, I wonder, wonder when like, someone was here. I hope someone's here, not now. <laughs> anyway, that's just my anxious mind. Um, but anyway, so Antarctica completely un explored in so many places. But for the first time, what they've managed to do is they've managed to kind of pick up with these huge underwater microphones, sounds that have never been heard out of the Antarctic before. Now, you're going to hear a range of sounds, and this is Carly's conspiracy, so there has to be some weirdness to it. So first you're going to hear a Ross seal, then you're going to hear some ice moving, then you're going to hear another seal underwater, then you're going to hear a mink whale But it's the last sound that I want to talk about. Okay. I'm getting creeped out, man. Anyone would think their radio is broken right now. (laughs) Okay, I recognise the last bit. That's me going upstairs. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then the mystery is solved because there was a plausible explanation for all of those sounds. Now, these are some of the most high-powered microphones in the world. Sound like a bush doof at one point. Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> These sounds have never been heard before by okay. human ears, but the last sound, scientists cannot explain what it is or where it comes from. Yeah. So there's a lot of theories that are currently being floated around the internet, obviously alien, aliens being one of them. Always like the alien theory. Always yeah. aliens. Yeah. Um, so I think we can conclude Carly's conspiracy with that aliens are in the Antarctic. And they're out of breath going upstairs. <laughs> <or>. <laughs> that was the Alan and Carly podcast. <laughs>